Hey there, this is a very special Thanksgiving episode of Dennis Anyone, and I am here in Palm Springs with a group of friends. We just had an amazing Thanksgiving dinner. Give it up. Amazing. Everyone did different things. Um, Taco delivers. I will introduce you to people as we go along. But I thought it would be fun to do a Thanksgiving episode. And so we passed out cards from the observation deck. And people grabbed um, questions that they have um, answers to. So I'm going to start. Because I always ask these questions. And um, I never have answered them in this podcast. So... My favorite bad movie. What's my favorite bad movie? Has anyone seen Molly with Elizabeth Shue? Oh, Shale? Molly Hot. That's kind of my favorite one <laughs> lately because it's not like Showgirls. It's not like everyone knows it, but she... Do you know it? Molly? No. Yes. God, no. Okay. I know Molly, but it's in Demon. What year? Yeah. Is she the other sister? It's very other sistery oh, because she... Says no one. Starts... It's Cassie. <laughs> I love it. Sorry. No, it's a good, it's a good movie, uh, The Other Sister. But um, anyway, Molly's just challenging because she starts off cha- mentally challenged and then starts getting better. They've, it's like Flowers for an Algernon where they ah, find a thing. But when she starts getting better, she kind of turns into a bitch. And I, I and yeah. then... And you, then it's layered. Yeah, and you feel... Anyway, do yourself a favor and watch Molly is my point. When did, Molly it, come, when did it come out? After her, Mid-90s. After her Oscar for Leaving uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, it was really? like she was like making the most of her heat. Anyway, and you also feel like they cut a lot of stuff out. So, And she's trying to get more or less um, mentally challenged. And you felt like the editing was messed up, so you just never know from scene to scene what you're getting. <laughs> anyway, it's, okay, it's a fun movie. Okay, Danny Casillas, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Dennis. You, oh, you got a last name. I know. Well, I can only. Well, Danny was a previous guest, so uh, podcast listeners will remember him. What's your favorite souvenir from a job? Well, I don't know if you know this, but I used to do extra work, and I was an extra on The Other Sister. You were an extra on the other system. Yeah, it's a train station scene, and I was at a Grand what, Union Station at, right. at two o'clock in the morning for an hour and a half, and I have no idea if the scene even made it to the movie. Who was in you the train? No one. It was so the train pulling in, and okay, get on the train, get off the train. So there were no no stars. Names. I don't think there was any names on there. Wow. But, um, What's I, your favorite souvenir from a job? I did uh, an extra job on Frasier. Okay. After I loved the show for so many years, I think it was the last season, and I tried to get a my union voucher right there. But when I got to the set, the woman who was trying to help me out said, "You know, we're really uh, being watched right now, so I can't let you have your voucher. Do you want to stay?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, I want to stay." So I got to be a, a, a customer at the Cafe Nervosa, okay. and I took one of the match covers, uh, the matchbooks that actually said Cafe Nervosa on it. Wow! So, uh, Where is it? Frasier. It's in a box somewhere. It's yeah. hidden in a safe. No, no, it's, it's with all my other favorite things. I want This leads me to a question that I want to open up to the table. Do you like when sitcom stars sing their own theme? I don't. I don't. Like Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs. That was Kelsey Grammer, right? I, yeah. I oh, think yeah. if you're Alan Thick, it's okay. Otherwise. <laughs> oh, no, or his wife, Lori Lurie, because Facts of Life, that was painful when uh, um, she sang it, and then Lori Lurie came and sang it in the second season. Okay, that's what was talking But who sang it originally? Charlotte Ray sang it. You take the good, you take the bad, you take the ball. Yeah, that's right. No, but not until they moved to... Eastland, yeah. Yes. 
Thank you. But who else has done that? Like Linda Lavin did it, right? Well, yeah. that was amazing. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. I don't think it would ever. Yeah, Cassie's a young one. No, Zoe Deschanel sings the new Oh, that's true. And that's awesome. I yeah, that's that's awesome. That was awesome. So I don't think Lavin's allowed to sing her own. I didn't bump, 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 bump. Yeah, she is actually. We're going to end this podcast at the end with the end of the Alice theme. Bum, bum, I bum, bum, oh, I love that. We're going to just let him leave. Okay, so that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good question, Danny. Thank you, answer. Dennis. Very All right. Good. Let's go now to Christy, my new favorite friend with uh, Cassie. Now, you guys recently got married. That's exciting. This yeah. year. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Okay, uh, Christy, what was a voicemail that was left for you on your machine that you played more than once? Oh, so I picked that question. You did. Get a little closer. That's so good. I picked that question even though that question does not apply to the story that I was going to tell. That's okay. We're fine. <laughs> Wait, repeat the question again. And my wife. Question again. What's a voicemail that was left for you that you played more than once? Oh, well, yeah. the story is really about a voicemail that I left for somebody else. Okay. So cut to... It was 2007. Okay. And um, I was in a meeting with my boss, who, my former boss, who is a very business-like woman, and she never really talked about personal stuff, but she, in the meeting, talked about the fact that on Facebook, you could um, find your past love. She's like, you guys, on Facebook, you can, like... (laughs) The, the men of your past what are you there. Just, it was like 2007. She was totally... No, actually, I'm sorry. It was 2009. Okay. 2009. She was just kind of catching she on to that phenomenon. She was out. And okay. it was like a thing. And she was really yeah. excited. And um, I had worked with her for a long time. So I took this opportunity to have a personal exchange. And I was like, hey, yeah. Men from your past. Let's talk. And so she started... So the meeting ended. And we went to her computer. And she started looking up the men of her past. And I looked up the men of my past and we were having conversations and it started to get intimate, which was amazing because we had never had those kind of conversations before. And I was like, we're just going to take this opportunity and ride it out. And so I talked about, um, my boyfriend from high school, one of my boyfriends from high school and how he had a waterbed and how that taught me how to participate in Things. Okay. Oral sex. Water sports. Right. Or oral sex. <laughs> okay. There was some motion to the ocean. I see. I got you. And um, mm. it started to get a little detailed. And you're with your boss. You're having with this my boss. Like the okay. first time we've ever had these kinds of conversations, okay. and I was like, "Oh, this is so exciting!" And then I heard this little voice, and I said to her, "I'm, I'm sorry. Like, is something's going on with your phone? Like, I just heard a voice." Is your assistant listening in? And she looks at her phone. She's like, no, no, no. And then I look down at my cell phone and I realize that I had speed dialed my father. Oh, Oh, my God. God. And I had left a voicemail that was six minutes and 41 seconds. Oh, Oh, That it talked about how I learned how to give oral sex. And (laughs) I was like, oh. And I turned bright red. Oh my and god! And my boss was like, "This is hysterical." And I was like, "That is it. That is it. That is it. This is 
gonna kill my father. Oh my god. Did your father ever say anything about it? Well, so I sent my father a text message that said, please do not listen to that voicemail. It was an intimate exchange with my boss. Oh my god, I love it. It was not meant for you. And an hour later, all he did was send back a text message that said, it's going to be a very interesting Thanksgiving this year. Wow. (laughs) That's gonna be the title of this podcast. So they always pull a quote. So he did listen to it. He did. But we're such a waspy family that that was the extent of it. The yeah, event was yeah, yeah, yeah. voicemail or the text yeah. message. Wow. It's going to be an interesting thing. Actually... Like not, no, it was never discussed again. It was never mentioned again. But then I started dating Cassie. Right. I should have changed my speed dial setting on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... You know, a couple years later, I'm dating Cassie, first lady I'm dating, and she called, and I hung up, and then my, I was with a group of work people, we were on a retreat, and they were like, where do we go? And I was like, I don't know, my girlfriend just said, my girlfriend, and I said all these things, and then I get to the restaurant, and I, because I was the navigator, I was like looking at my phone, and I realized oh. somehow I had accidentally speed dialed my father and had left a multi-minute um, voicemail on his phone yet again. Outing yourself. And yeah. basically outing myself, dating a woman for the first time. Uh, and yeah. I get to the dinner and we're at a, we're in Montauk and we're at this brand new resort where all of the waiters happen to be wearing white overalls. So everyone's like, isn't it hysterical that they're wearing white overalls? And they're like, it's so funny. And I'm, I'm, like, I'm like laugh crying. But it has nothing to do with the white overalls, which by the way, were worthy of those tears. But instead, it's all about the fact that I'm like, I just left another accidental voicemail on my father's <clears> phone where I just came out to him. Did he say anything about it? He never said, again, Thank you, Waspy family. He never said anything <laughs> directly, but that Thanksgiving Cassie came. Bring it back to Thanksgiving. It always happens. It always, right it always back comes to back to Thanksgiving. So we go home, and I bring Cassie home that Thanksgiving, and all he says to me is, you should probably remove me from your speed dial. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I love it. So good. And he did. And he's never been on it again. <laughs> and fellow people, if you have questions, you can ask people. Don't feel like you well, have Well, this to. is my takeaway. Yes. Because... Christy was saying the first lady she's ever dated, and right. I realized it's also the last lady you ever date. Oh, right. they're married. You know. They're married. Yay. Yay. And she oh, works yeah. me. A lot of people are confused okay. by no that. All right. Because I look a little more like alternative, I think is the word. I like the right. word predator. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. the predator. predator. Oh, okay. wow. Oh, wow. Okay. A waspy predator. I, we just got an NC-17 right That was a really great couple of stories. Now, okay, Cassie, why don't you see Well, this you is ask? a short one. This is my okay. real one. But I we'll wanna, do two. We'll I want to do this one because... Oh, go ahead. Okay, the question is, what was your most glamorous night, Cassie? And I want to bring that question in because my most glamorous night was the night of my wedding. And Brett actually did our makeup. Oh, and yay! Good for me. And it was uh, incredible. You do makeup? He, he dabbles in lesbian dabbles. weddings. Okay. And it was just the most glamorous that I've ever felt in my life. And, and mm. people 
to this day still talk about that day on how we looked. But you're an actress. You would think you're... Yeah, but I'm playing characters. That day I was myself. And it Mm. felt great to be myself and feel beautiful. My stepmother... I, I want to see pictures. I hope you're not listening. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. We got but my stepmother is terribly upset because she's like, "You guys just look so good." <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. look so bad. You weren't really not much makeup though. Like, this is you a little more vivid. They were frustrated. That she's we like, 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 lesbians aren't supposed to be good. She's glamorous. like, but I, she like hates every wedding. Like they're all. The whole wedding is dead to her because we've looked way too good because of you. So thank you. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Who did you do first? I was honored to be asked. Who did you do first? Um, I, I and why? I took oh, more I did work. Cassie. No, you didn't. Oh no, we did you first. That's I right. took more work. No, you didn't. Oh my god, that's well, you gorgeous. Know your hair too, so oh my god! Let Look me at see. that. Gorge. It's gorgeous. Take yeah. it. Trust me, people. It's gorgeous. You were dialing in some early yes. Ellen Barkin there. You look like a yes. very, you look like a oh, very yeah. polished predator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you picked another question oh, as well. This is our actual. Oh. Like that's the photo that we're like sending out. Amazing. Oh. Anyway, Chrissy was wearing white. I was in black. I love it. And we're both in heels. I love it. In case you thought I was in boots. And no right. Else. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, no Cassie. Dark this Mark. is the other question. Yeah. The other picture question you chose from the observation deck. Wow. Do you have any scars or tattoos with stories attached to them? So I come from a very evangelical family. Ooh. Okay. Kansas. Right. And um, I really wanted a tattoo. I played basketball with a lot of girls. We traveled on the. Um, USA team went to Australia, New Zealand. They all ended up getting tats together with like basketballs in their number. And I wanted one so badly. So I talked to my parents and I was like, look, the whole team's getting it. I feel like I want to be part of this like moment in my life. And they were like, if you come home with a tattoo, don't come home at all. Like, wow. you're not getting a tattoo. So I passed on that and I was like, I gotta go home. This is absurd. I'm going to be a senior in high school. I need to have a house. So I don't get the tattoo and then I get a job at this place called Dry Gulch, which is like um, a Christian, a huge Christian camp in Oklahoma, okay. which is like, I've worked at our Christian camps in Kansas and like Dry my hometown. Dry Gulch does not sound like a camp. No, it sounds like a casino. Well, it's <laughs> Oklahoma, so it's right. okay. native. And um, so... I go on spring break with the girls on my basketball team and we're in South Padre Island and everyone's getting tattoos. And I was like, man, I'm in this moment again in my life and I can't get a tattoo and I really want one. So I call the people, I call my parents. I'm like, look, I really want this tattoo with these basketball girls. Everyone's just getting their own. They were like, if you get one, like you call that camp that you're working for. And if they say it's okay and they think it's of the Lord, then we'll be okay with it. And I, and they thought that the camp would be like, no. But I called the camp and I'm like, look, like I'm one of your counselors coming in this year. And like, I wanted to know if I could get, got a tattoo. And they were like, well, as long as it's like Bible scripture or something that like glorifies the Lord, we're totally fine with it. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. So I called my parents. I'm like, they're okay with it. I'm going to get this tattoo. So we go to this tattoo shop in South Padre Island. <laughs> and everybody is spiritual and we're all getting like Bible verses. And so I tell the guy I want um, Philippians 121. And he was, or no, I say I want Phil 121. And he was like, wow, Phil's a lucky guy. January 21st. Is that your guys' special day? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh man. 
maybe I maybe I shouldn't do this. I don't know yeah. if I want to do. Do you, would you do you put just the number? Yeah, you here, just I'll put. Show you. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, do the verse. Yeah. You, you don't write the whole. No, because no, if you know so, the Bible, you know what it's referencing. Yeah, so you just I just did Phil one twenty one, which okay. is like a horrible tattoo. I mean, right. You know, at the time, fifty dollars. It's on her um, left ankle. Left ankle. <laughs> yeah. So. I get this tattoo and, and, you know, it's fine. But what's funny is that uh, we joke about it later in life because it's one of the tattoos that, you know, we always... Don't tell that joke. No? I love that joke. Yeah, we love it. No, but I feel like, you know, it's like everyone has those things that they regret. And I thought about covering it. You know, I love the other tattoos I have. But it's such a part of my journey of, like, what that part of my life was. I was very evangelical. But I always joke that uh, my girlfriend actually found religion on my leg. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's hilarious. What does that mean? Yeah, (laughs) I was like, "Ah!" that's so good. So that's my. That's a good story. And after you got it, you were like, "Yes, this felt good." It It felt like you're part of. Finally, I didn't honestly care what was on my leg. Yeah. Like, I just, I really wanted a tattoo. I always had that rebel that lives within, and I needed right. some outing, and I couldn't actually come out at that time. Right. So this was my way of, like, rebelling. And so once I got it, it was like, yes. Like That's being cool. a badass. You don't wish it was a Woodstock? <laughs> it's a Woodstock. It's cute. Just I know. a little. Just I mean, I think I if, do, if, I if I would have been open to that at that, like, Kansas, like, box that I was in, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But that wasn't even, that wasn't <laughs> yeah. right. so, so, like, Linda Blair and the Exorcist was <laughs> It was like out. a cross or, like, you know, a Bible verse. And I got both. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Phil's a lucky All right. guy. Uh, yeah. Phil's a lucky guy. January, January 21st. I love that. First of all, I forgot there was even a Bible book called Phyllis. Philistines? Philippines. 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 Philippians. Yeah. That sounds right. Or Phyllis. Man, Man that's I been a while. Man, I a girl named Phyllis would have been badass. Oh, that would have been really... Christy will do it. It's basically Christ, Christ with a Y. That's true. <laughs> oh, Christ with a okay. Y. Oh, I just never even thought of that. All right, Brett Freeman, did you take a question from the I observation did. deck? Okay, I okay. got one. What was your lowest point professionally? Wow, I'm surprised that car didn't leap out of the deck and land in my seat. <laughs> Okay, so I there have been a bunch, but one of my favorite is I was on my favorite low point. My favorite low point, um, uh, I was touring with this singer, and I was like, you know what? I have a cosmetics company that I'm starting, and I work with other actresses and things, and I want to stop touring, and I want to get back to doing like photo shoots and work on my line and da da da. So, and I was squeezing in like my other actresses in between these these tour dates, like when I was in town. So the impression was that I was extremely busy. So when I stopped touring, I realized that I didn't, there weren't that many days in the month that I was actually, like, you know, in demand. Like, people had moved on, and all the publicists had right. changed. And, you know, Brett's a makeup that. artist, by the way. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. we clarified that. And I, yeah. make, and I have a line of makeup. So this and you were, like, my second like podcast eight guest. Years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, listen to my podcast. It's, I mean, I don't want to oversell it, but like, It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so they called me to do Heidi Montag, or Montag. Montag, Montag from the Hills. Oh, yeah. That's and this is right after, yeah, and this is right after she had all that crazy plastic surgery, oh, and it was for the cover of Us magazine. Oh, right. Yeah, she did all that That's stuff, crazy. and so it was her and Spencer. So they were shooting it at Fifth, at Smashbox okay. in Culver City, and, you know, I had sort of not been on shoots in a while. So I remember going in, and I was like, oh, it just feels so good to be getting back 
into oh, like God. a photo studio and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm getting off the road. I'm getting back into yeah, the Hollywood like thing. The swing yeah. of it yeah. and da da da. And then so she was coming in with Spencer, and she said. And of course, like, you know, the whole feeling is that you're, you know, this isn't like the top tier job that I'm doing. But yeah, they, they paid me a lot because I think she was actually paid to do this too. But anyway, so she walked in and uh, she said to Spencer, she's like, oh. It's so nice to be, like, in a studio, and there's food, and, like, you know, like, proper hair and makeup, and everything, and all that. Oh, my God. My career's in the dumpster as bad as Heidi Montag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the Heidi Montag of makeup. I'm the Heidi Montag of makeup. Oh, my God. And then, this could be a whole other podcast, because the entire shoot couldn't oh. have been more bizarre. What that's, was weird let's about? Let's just say that's as more normal as it got. Yeah. Just. Oh my god. They're weird, and yeah. the look was weird, and where are they now? I don't know, because that was probably like eight years ago. So yeah. Okay. I okay. Happened so that, they that was your moment. I got well, into hiding. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Like they just to pull it full. Full circle. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. It's all good. Don't be scared of the mic. You banged her. <laughs> 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 an accidental oh voicemail? No, but the the accidental voicemail boss, the whole situation right. was when I worked at MTV and we oversaw the hills. No! no. 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 Yeah. Okay, well, when this uh, microphone's off, we're going to have a talk. We'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> um, and you can tune time. into that on his behind the scenes. Is there any other questions or cards that anyone no, wants can't. to do? Um... Wow, oh, so you have one. a lot of cards. I've been, been like looking through. This is Justin. Oh, Justin Kilmer, former um, extraordinaire. Uh, this one is pretty funny. Okay, the question is: If there was a doll of you that talked, <laughs> what would it say when you pulled the string? Uh, I'm afraid. Feed me. Feed me. Pull the string on its butt. <laughs> You, you, you like to eat. Right? Oh my god, I love to eat. Okay. Um, I mean, I thought, I don't know what else would you would it Oh say? my god, well, first of all, I don't think it would say anything. It's just glitter. It would just be coughing. It is just like, glitter. Why calling me? <laughs> just send me a text. Read this text. Would you have responded to this <laughs> Do you do a lot of text interpreting for Justin, Brett? Uh, yes, uh, and it's literally like we're in Narnia, and I'm <laughs> tuning a teaching a unicorn how to speak English. Is it what like text from guys where you're like, what does he think, or what do you think? Yeah, well, yeah. and his mother. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's oh, and my mother's Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we change I don't know if name? I want to go down this way. Yeah. Well, you're down it. So I keep know. Walking. Oh, oh God. I love um, so much. But tell your doll story about um, Cindy Law. Oh, I ruined it. No, oh, oh no, no, no. So <laughs> and I, it turned out it was Cindy Law. I know. It's so weird. I have like two 
doll stories because I was reading this. Have you ever had a good diva tantrum? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever had a good um, diva tantrum? Uh, the first night I met you. No, no, we're, uh, we're not telling that we're story. We're not telling okay, that story. Yeah. Um, that was a tantrum. That yes. was just really sad. Uh, that was just, yeah, that was okay. um, um, a full force. Yeah. No. So I'm obsessed with Anne margaret and yes. no. um, there was no Anne margaret doll growing up. So my grandmother thought she was being super smart and took a Cindy Lauper doll and put like a really sassy frock, like sequin glittery <laughs> frock on it, and was like, "Look, I got you an Anne Margaret doll." And I went ballistic and was like, "There is no Anne Margaret doll." I searched and searched. This is a lie. This is Cindy Lauper, and yeah, I, I, I threw it at her and I was like, "Try again." How old were you? Six. Um, like last year. But I also had another diva tantrum with dolls because I I used to I had a lot of Barbies. I know you're shocked, but um, I used to do these shows with the Barbies. Like my dad built me like a little mini replica of Radio City, and so I used to do these Barbie. That's an amazing Your thing. I know. Yeah, let's, not, let's not pass over that too quickly. Yeah, these, uh, that is amazing. I was afraid. I wanted to play with my older sister's Barbies, but I knew that there was shame to it. So yeah, I, really? I, I had one Barbie. I cut all her hair off and I colored her face with a ballpoint. And she wonders uh, why. She yeah. Oh no, my dad is an person. excellent <laughs> gift giver. Like okay. he, I had like that 1950s Barbies catalog. Baby. I'm sure he went to try and find everywhere. It was like a convertible. Anyway. So I really wanted to do the Barbie's production of Dreamgirls, but I had no black Barbie dolls. Mind you, I grew up in a really tiny town of like a thousand tractors. Okay. And black Barbie dolls were not to be found. And so he found them somewhere... And found three of three, them, three. and they all looked different, except You're not I that old. <laughs> that you had black Barbies by the time. I not really town, though. Town. Not yeah. like not no. a small town that is so white. They it were was clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so he yeah, found these yeah, black Barbies, yeah. but I had a meltdown because one of them wasn't fat. Because that's <laughs> 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 and I was like, try harder. And I yeah, and I was so mad. And so then I had to raid my mom's sewing kit. <laughs> <laughs> and you patted her? And Did I you... patted her. My mom wanted to help, but I knew she'd want to take credit for it on the Barbie program, so I did it myself. <laughs> and, no. what is, oh my and what did you post on Instagram today? Uh, Carby. <laughs> oh, that Barbie. Yes, if only there had been an Effie Carby. Carby. I know. Carby. An Effie Carby. That's a sweet Carby story. Barbie. Did you do the full-on Dreamgirls show? Did people I did. So my... It? My radio city, it's still in the attic, which I'll take pictures of. It's about this, it's as big as this table. Wow. Um, there's like, hi, there's little hydraulic lifts. Your dad's They open up from the bottom and barbie can come up from the floor. And there's a big, huge, like, proscenium with like a curtain that comes down and it's all lights. Does it have both mezzanines and balconies? Um, no, it doesn't have any seats. It's just oh, okay. the state. I'm sorry to just Do you think your dad, it's got a it's rotating. It's not about us. It's yeah. got a rotating. <laughs> Like stay in the middle, a turntable, a turntable, yeah. Would you do just show after show after show on that stage? I would. Like I did the Weebles production of Into the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. They wobbled, but they did not fall over. But did they, but did they Weeble? Oh my God! Who <laughs> the giant? Um, it was actually a GI Joe. I knew it was a GI Joe. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, I actually wanted to be a set designer when I was a kid, so I designed these crazy ass sets that were like unreal. I hope you and take a picture of that because I want to see your radio city. Yeah, that's amazing. I yeah, think everyone really, on this podcast. I think everyone's yeah, yeah. yeah. really yeah. going to do it. That's an amazing yeah, thing. Does anyone else have any outstanding questions? Okay. My the other one that I was going to answer is uh, who's the most famous person you were ever in an elevator with? Ooh. Do you guys have? If you have any of those, you could chime in. Um, you have a few. Well, my the one that I remember the most is when I went to visit my friend Tony in Japan in 1990. Ooh. He had gotten he was working at Tokyo Disneyland. Tony Tripoli of the Comedy Couch, and we went. He got tickets to see Wilson Phillips. And so we went to the concert and saw Wilson Phillips, and he had somehow scored backstage passes because he had been before. So we got to go um, meet them, and he had mouse ears made for them, so we took pictures of, of them. And I was a, such a fan of Wilson Phillips. I love them so much. Yeah. And um, then afterwards, we got to... Carney let us come back to hotel room with her, and we ordered room service in, in Japan. And I remember being in the elevator with her, and maybe the other two were there. I don't know. We'd met them, but I don't know if they were in the elevator. But um, all of a sudden, this um, kind of vocalizing started playing, and it was she had a recording in her purse of her warm-ups, of her vocal warm-ups, and it started playing in the elevator, and it was like, oh... You know, because you know she's got to do her vocal warm ups. You know, yeah. you got to those harmonies don't but just grow on trees. Like the voicemail, your voicemail, like it yeah. just yeah. it just started it just playing happened. somehow. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, "What's that?" And I just remember that moment very vividly. And then we sat in um, her hotel room. Somehow, the idea that George Michael is gay was discussed, and we were like, "What? That's Wait. crazy." He is. I know. <laughs> and we had soup with cheese and French fries and diet cokes. And it, we in in Japan, if you stay out a certain too late, you miss all the trains. Mm. So you have to wait till the morning again. It's like a lot of cities. But anyway, we fucking missed the trains. We didn't care. So we sort of stayed up after we left there. We sort of stayed up kicking around until we could get the train back. But it was like winning a VH1 contest. How cool. fun! Oh, yeah. Hang out with Carton. And she's the funnest one. She's clearly. the funnest one. And I've yes. seen her since then. And I know Tony has too. And I think she sort of remembers that. I mean, there was this thing of like, we're going to be best friends forever, right? And trying to reach her later or whatever. Like, our- I guarantee you she remembers the cheese fries. <laughs> <laughs> she recalled that. Yeah. That was the most memorable, I think. <laughs> Famous person elevator thing. Hell, party. Did you have a famous person in the elevator? Yes. Uh, back when I was in El Paso, the okay. West End had just opened up a, a brand new grand hotel because El Paso's a place for a West End. And uh, they had a club there that my friends and I went to, and uh, we had parked in the lower level. We got in the elevator, and uh, two soap stars were in the elevator. Uh, Wallace Kurth, Wally Kurth, who was... Uh, uh, Justin Kiriakis on Days of Our Lives and Nancy Grand, who was Julia on Santa Isn't Barbara. Jennifer Aniston's father? Hmm? Victor Kiriakis. What's his real name? His name is uh, John Aniston. Yeah, oh. it's Jennifer Aniston's father. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I was good. The funny thing about it was we saw that, and of course I couldn't shut up. I couldn't just we enjoy the moment I have to turn around and go I just want to tell you I'm a really big fan. Uh, he goes, oh, well, thank you. My name's Wallace. I'm a Kurt. Like, I had to tell him his last name. Right. <laughs> like, were you under prudent? And also, like, I don't think soap stars get, like... Well, they were there for a soap, soap, a soap thing. Yeah. So, 
I was, uh, and they were very nice. That's exciting. But I just realized I'm not in the elevator much. (laughs) (laughs) You decided the the takeaway from that is you need to take more elevators. Because I was back twenty-five years ago. Yeah, I'm sure I have other ones, but those are the ones I remember. This one was really weird. I was walking my friend's dog for a while in New York, and it was like this big ass Great Dane. I don't know who has a Great Dane in New York. Um, you might know them. No, um, and so I was getting in the elevator and he was always the slowest walker, like really, really slow. And I, I always, I, I would always like, like drag him to the elevator and it's right before the elevator opened. I was like, ugh, do move at a glacial pace. You know how it thrills me. And the elevator was fully open and it's Meryl Streep and Laurie Metcalf. (laughs) And they were like, you did Meryl Streep in front of Meryl Streep? Yes! (laughs) And Meryl started giggling and she was giggling so she started coughing and I was like, cough drop? Like, I had our little cough drops in my sweater and she's like, that would be great. And then I got in the elevator and she was giggling a little bit more but we rode down in silence. Oh, you didn't even like... No, it was so awkward. Well, no, but you didn't get I was like, oh, my God. So they're, sta- they're like almost flanking me, and I'm standing over with this big ass great day, and Lori Metcalf is like, I'm like trying to avoid it from slobbering all over her. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just love. gonna bow my head and pretend I'm not here. Yeah, yeah. that was an amazing story. Love. Yeah, that's you move at a glacial yeah. pace, you know how it thrills me. And, and that's from Kramer vs. Kramer. Yeah, exactly. But you, you, you just said that anyway. You didn't say that because you knew she was yeah, there. Yeah, because I mean, I always say that, and I yeah. always am like, that's all. I wanted her so badly to turn around and be like, that's all. She didn't take it. In my head, she did, but no. she didn't. Do you have a elevator, Brad? Um, I do. I was at the Four Seasons in Bev Hills, and I. But it's that's funny. a hot spot for. That's a hot spot. Yeah, but I was there uh, doing an actress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was there with a prostitute. Um, no, I was Absolutely. there doing someone uh, doing an actress for a press junket. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh my god, like there's gonna be. But I guess they're doing another junket, the floor above us, and I was on the elevator, and it stopped, and the doors open, and Nicole Kidman walks <gasps> on. And she was wearing an, this is probably about six or seven years ago, she was wearing an ivory suit, and she's like ivory skin with that, like, you know, that soft sort of ginger hair, but so beautiful, Mm -hmm. so thin, so tall, she literally looked like she was, like, lit from within, like like a gorgeous alien from another planet, but she got on, and she just stood there, she's stunning, (laughs) stunning. Just striking, the tall, the thin, the fantastically dressed, um, everything on point. Did yeah. her face oh, move? And, um, did her face move? <laughs> oh my God. It didn't have to. Didn't have oh. to. It didn't have to. Oh. Oh. No, I had, I was shooting in Nashville, maybe how long ago was that? Maybe four years ago? Three or four years ago. And I wish I could remember this term, but there's this term in Nashville that like when you fall upon a celebrity... It's called something like the attitude in Nashville is like you don't interrupt, you don't do anything. So I'm at a local Starbucks with somebody who I work with who had a bolder personality than me. And we 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 walk into the, we were shooting somewhere down the street and they weren't ready, so we go to the Starbucks, we're like, we'll just grab a coffee and then we'll go back to location. And we roll up and there is Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. But like 
as normal people at a Starbucks to the point where they order their coffee and then they go and sit at a table. That's amazing. It's, it's wow. National, it's like an honor. It's called something. It's that no one bothers. They yeah. Are cool. yeah. That's just cool. how it is. You don't. You do Did they call it Nikolai? Nikolai? No. When they would no, no, it's actually this weird, it's this weird, amazing thing where it's tacky to do anything to acknowledge that somebody's a celebrity and you just treat them like normal people. So we're like, whatever. So they're at the Starbucks. They get their coffees. They sit at a table. We sit at the table behind them. And they sit and have a conversation, like, two feet away from us about their lives and his touring and blah, 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 blah. Like, they're just people. That's yeah. cool. That's Do you notice that about amazing. Nashville, Brett? You spend yeah, a lot of time, yeah, in time in Nashville. It's called something. It's I like don't know. Very, I've never heard the term. It's like a very specific term. Yeah, I think that like, they just... It's called, like, gorping or gurking. It's a weird, weird word. But the I've entire idea is, like, you have to, tr- you have to treat everyone to like they're normal... You don't flinch. You don't do anything. We didn't do anything. I would think oh, that's called PC. There, I would think it'd be like it's so not everyone in like, LA. It's so like, friendly. Yeah, I thought of a hilarious elevator thing. That speaking of my dad, that this was hilarious. So oh my we're god, Las, this story sounds like it's gonna be scary. We were in Las Vegas, and <laughs> that's scary. I was obsessed with Britney Spears as a kid. Who is it? As you are. As, as a kid. As a kid. As a Just shoot me, guys. Who wasn't obsessed with two thousand? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we were in Vegas, and we were with the whole family, and I and she was there, and I wanted to see her so bad, and I had already seen her, and I was like, you're not going to see her. At all. We're not dragging the whole family to see that little tart. Um, <laughs> so, your mom, she's the whole. I know. Me and so, my dad always doing crazy things like this. He came back and he had like two second row tickets to the show. And he was like, I'll take him. And he's like, you can take the boys, other boys to see a Cirque show or something. Do you think he's your like, dad's a secret gay? No, everyone asked that. No, he's just really attentive to his children. That's super nice. Nice. But, so That's he got amazing. his tickets to see Britney in, and then my mom was pissed because she wanted to go. Um, and then he got more tickets, so our whole family ended up going. And then they went home early, and my dad was like, I want to go for a walk. And so we, were, him and I were walking around. And he spotted her. Brittany was walking through the casino with two huge bodyguards. I'm like ADD, so I'm mesmerized by the lights. I don't see shit. And so she's walking through, and he's like, come on. Let's go. He's like, "Let's." do you have anything for her to sign? He's like, come on, let's go. And I'm like, dad. And I'm like, 15. Like, totally. Like, dad, this is so not cool. Like, this is so How funny. Cool. You just think be the other way around. No. And I was like, oh, dad, this is horrible. I was like, too cool for school. And I was like, we are not following Britney Spears. And he's like, yes, we are. Come on. And he, like, grabs my arm. And we're, like, walking there. And people are starting to notice us, her. And then there's a group following us. And so... She goes to get into this elevator with these two bodyguards, and there's all these people now, and my dad steps into the elevator, and he's oh like, get God. in, and I was like, dad, no, and I really wanted to get in, but I was also being like a stupid pain in the ass teenager, he's like, get in. You're embarrassing me. I know, and the door closed, <gasps> and my dad wrote, your dad's in Britney Spears, and you're not. With Britney Spears, her assistant, and her two bodyguards, and my dad's like, riding, I don't know where, and so I'm like... Oh my god! And I'm like, like, and now my dad has left me in Vegas, and I'm like, 
what the hell? And so I'm standing in this lobby, pissed off. The crowd disperses. And then, disperses. Sudden, you see and you're like, light. And then, <laughs> bing, this door opens, and my dad gets out, and he's like, oh, well, that was great. And then he gives me this receipt with Britney Spears' signature. Oh! Like, you should have gotten in the damn elevator. Best you should have gotten in the world. I know. That's dad of the year. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's cool. Uh, what's your takeaway? Just text My takeaway, takeaway is get in the damn elevator. Get in the damn elevator. <laughs> Oh, it's called germ or germing. We sell germing. G H E R M I N G. My brother in law is a drummer, and he said if you approach them and act all spazzy, it's you're, called you're being, being a germ. Yeah, yeah, you're being germ. Yeah, there's wow. no germing. No Have you heard that? No germing in So my dad germed wow. Britney Spears. He totally germed her, and it was okay. But well, it, he hey, wasn't look, and he, was, um, he talks to everyone, though. I'm sure they had a whole conversation, yeah. and he Wait, was like. Richard, I love how you decided to strain the stock when the. Table's getting over to you. To you. <laughs> Rich is our resident chef, and he's he's crushing and it Rich today. Rich has never been in an elevator. Um, when we, <laughs> so this is painful. Yeah. Okay, Rich. I want you to clarify something. When we started this, one of the cards said uh, losing your virginity, thumbs up or thumbs down experience, and you laughed because. Um, for for ladies who like ladies, there's something extra funny about that. Yeah. And then I said, oh, is the thumb. Uh, integral. Yes. And the thumb is integral. Yes. Oh. The thumb, the thumb is integral. In, oh, God. Justin can't handle it. The thumb is integral <laughs> in lesbian love Justin's making. Justin's like, and also, oh, oh, God, my eyes. I'm like, also a male um, big toe. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't realize that the thumb was, I mean, I didn't oh think God. it was, like, totally useless. Well, nobody thinks about nobody it. Think, yeah, I don't think the thumb. Nobody, nobody needs it. Nobody needs it. a positive thing, right? Yeah. Just, just I mean, there's was okay. it two thumbs up? I'm just going to leave All right. it at that. No, God. Okay. Okay, before we wrap it up. Since this is Thanksgiving, we're going to go around and say something that you're thankful for that you probably wouldn't have said last year. Mm. So it's something recent. Not chlamydia, Brett. Okay. (laughs) No one's thankful for chlamydia. Well, maybe you are if you've had worse. Oh, yeah. You know, if you've had worse, you're like, I'll take the chlamydia. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about perspective. It really is. I think that's what this Thanksgiving is about. You know what's fucked up when I made Cassie... Whoa, where are we going with this? I yeah. made Cassie watch um, a little Kardashian last night, and Chloe was. Oh in my god, we watched her too. And she did a whole bit about the fact that koalas carry chlamydia. Gonorrhea. What are you or was it chlamydia? About? I thought it was chlamydia. Is that sports? Oh no, it was We're chlamydia. Going topic, Rich, Rich was talking about gonorrhea today. Wait, what are koalas? The sports team? Is that sports team? No, koala, koala bears. According to Chloe Kardashian on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god, <laughs> that's why penicillin tastes so delicious. You don't really like koalas. What won't she bang? She gave a koala. Oh my god. That I can believe. Yeah. Wow. And we, we got rich back on that. On Chlamydia. Yeah. There we go. Chlamydia <laughs> comedy. Okay, I got one. You got one, Danny? Okay, go. Okay. What are you thankful for this year that you wouldn't have said last year? My blog. Yes, Danny has a blog. I realize that blogs are dead, but I started one called DieAloneWithMe.com. It's about being uh, single, gay, and uh, gay of a certain age. Gay of so, a certain age. You know, when you think, oh, I'm probably going to die alone. Yeah. But it's, it's not bad. I'm enjoying There's some good stuff to being single. Um, but it, and also, it, uh, it gets me writing. It gets my creative juices flowing. 
I go there. I love your blog. I love the way you express yourself in it. I love that you go deeper than um, you might think just based on the headline or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's thoughtful or or, or deep and funny and honest. It's not that. It's not that sad. Like you might think it has a down. I, 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 I thought my uh, erectile dysfunction was hilarious, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's dialonewithme.com. You should check it out. It's really won- wonderful. And, uh, yeah, it right and I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. When did you start it? I started, I think, in When's March. When's your year anniversary? Yeah. March? March, yeah. I, um, you also wrote about our trip to the Ace Hotel. Okay, Danny and I, we're digressing, but we're going to bust this out. So they have trivia night at the Ace Hotel on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. And one time we were here for Thanksgiving, was it last year? We all went. I think it was for, New Year's. Year's. for New Year's. Yeah. Anyway, we won. We won, what? and you won the $50 um, gift certificate for the Ace Hotel diner or whatever. So I get in. It's like 8.30. It starts at 9. I'm, all, Dan, I'm like, Danny, do you want to... I pull in. He's already here. I'm like, do you want to go to this Ace Trivia? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know either. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's go. So we go there, and then what happens? And by the time we get there, it's just about to start, and all the tables are taken up. There's people standing. It's like, ah. So Dennis and I try to finagle a table. We just can't. And then finally, I spot a table. I literally say, let's go. Yeah. I, I say oh. the words. He We're says, gonna, let's wow. go. But I see these people just about to get up. And I say to the lady on my side of the table... Uh, saying, uh, are you leaving? She goes, yeah, yeah, you can have this table. So I said, great. And she gets up. On the other side, there's a woman who's putting down her piece of half-eaten cake, and she's sliding into the booth. And I, like, immediately get my hackles all up, and I'm all, ah, no way, lady. And then I thought, you know what? Don't be an ass, just... So I said, excuse me, do you mind sharing the table with me and my friend? She goes, well, it's me and my husband. And I'm all, "Uh uh-huh. She goes, okay. So... She goes, are you smart? Uh, well, the, at yeah. first, at first, you, you could feel the hostility between the two of us. Yeah. But then, when we both sat down, and then you guys joined us, it kind of lightened up right away. And she's like, "Are you smart?" We go, "I don't know. Are you smart?" And she says, "I guess so." And well, just so you know, the last time we were here, we won. And she goes, "I hope so," because I was played with some other people. I'm not so smart, and they just yelled at me. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, she got yelled at. So their names were um, Monica, Monica and, Peter. and Peter from the Mill, Mill Valley area. And long story short, we won. Yeah. There were like 17 teams, <laughs> and we won. Totally. Perseverance. Yeah. So that's amazing. They were uh, such a high five. But to be fair, yeah. No, they were cool. They, they were so fun to hang out with. And uh, what I loved about them is they're on their way to Phoenix for, Christmas, uh, for Thanksgiving, and uh, they stopped. What they did is they drove down and they're stopping at a bunch of places that were just having adventures. Oh, did they stumble on that, or had they planned to do? The I think that they had planned. They on were that. there for the bingo earlier, and they were sticking around. But it was a good. Th- and it was Monica's birthday. It was That's a good lesson in like go out life. and do stuff instead well, of sitting around. Yeah. Anyway, oh all right. Who else has a who has something they're thankful for this year that they wouldn't have said last I'm year? Thankful for the unicorn emoji on the new. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Do you I use it a lot? Do you use it a lot? Do you use it? Do I use it? What? What occasion would you use a unicorn uh, emoji? Uh, what ac- every occasion? It's, it's probably easiest to ask. What occasion wouldn't? Would you? Would you write sentence, 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 um, unicorn emoji, or would you just send it? Funerals only. Um, even funerals, they'll be like, now he she's with the unicorns. <laughs> You don't just send it on its own. Yeah. You use you, you write words and then you unicorn emoji. Sometimes I'll just be like, mm, I will like this. He'll send me a picture. Unicorn. He's like, what do you think this is? Unicorn emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a wonderful oh, answer. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. 
ladies, what, what are you thankful for this year that you wouldn't have said last year? Mm-hmm. I think I know. Marriage equality. <laughs> tossing over from the table. <laughs> Leading uh, the witness. Yeah. No, I mean, of course, marriage equality. I mean, I feel like we're going all the time to our wedding, but, like, it is a fun year. But you guys got married before. About 10 days two, before. How, what did the thought process about the ruling and your timing, did you even think about that yeah, when you were we planning? Well, like, we knew that June 13th was the day that we, knew we chose. We wanted, that's four years from the day we met, so that right. was... You were going to do June 13th, And we period. knew that marriage equality would pass. It was yes. just whether it would happen... Before that or right. after, right? And making it after makes us feel like rebels. I think yeah. we felt yeah. wild. Yeah. Well, no, we were. I think we were no, pretty. We're un- no, well, younger yeah, father, the crazy guy, and I'm writing that tale. Predator. But I thank you. Circle, boom, predator. Yeah. But I think we knew that no matter what, there was going to be a win in right. whatever decision, like. There was a win no matter what. It was how deep was the win going to be. Right. We didn't... I didn't realize it was going to be all like... We didn't know the entire win would be like, woo, 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 woo. Right. But it turned out to be... Joker, Joker, triple. (laughs) 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 It got got real Vegas up in there. But like we knew there would be... We're like, it's going to happen. It's super cool. We just didn't know it would be yeah. as cool as it was. Yeah. So that worked out really well. For me, it was the wedding, like being married, and then like my career is finally starting, which is nice. And also just like growing up and finding the friends that I choose, I feel like has really happened this year. Well, Cassie's a little more positive than I am. We were supposed to be in London this week, and we um, both changed our names. And when we applied for um, name changes on our passports, because we're a same-sex couple, it was a fucking shit show. <laughs> Mine still is not right. They sent it back to me with Christy's photo with all my so information. The very oh, my first, God. So my passport... Oh, that, that's good. It's so crazy. Oh God, like they can't figure it out. Yeah. No, and the first one was <laughs> no, it's, my it's face. The it's the State stuff. Department. The very first thing we got back was Cassie. Um, Cassie's face was on my passport. Which was a little disturbing. I was like, oh, it's That's so born identity. identity. Oh, oh, God, it's like born identity. Friend. So I'm like, wait, what? And then we like called the State Department immediately and we we're like, hey guys, you kind of messed up. And they were like, oh, that's so interesting because Cassie's application's also been rejected because she doesn't have proof of her name change. And I was like, that's untrue. We applied together. We're talking and- about things we're thankful for. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, if the State Department actually understood how to handle same-sex name changes, we would not be here. So, thank God that the State Department fucked their shit up. So, we could all spend things. We all be here. Do you have anything different than that, or who, that was a joint answer? No, I mean I think that that's it. I mean the just finally feeling settled in Los Angeles <laughs> after moving from New York. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, Love I feel it. like that is such a that is something to be grateful for. Like I have my favorite coffee shops, my favorite restaurants, friends now that I hang out with. They're gonna close. My probably. I fresh and easy clothes. Yeah, I like, can't deal with but it. For me, that's New York. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. finding that place you love and then it closes, but still you had a relationship. Yeah, you had it. It's and better. I feel like at the time... I, I have a cereal it. at Trader Joe's that I fell in love with. Two weeks later, I go in to buy it. 
and A, it's gone, and then B, there's a sign there saying that they mislabeled the allergens, <laughs> so they pulled them off of all oh my the shelves, so it may never come back. It will never. That's, oh, yes, David. Yeah. That's not Deal a with it. We'll always have uh. July. <laughs> and you're thankful for those I'm two weeks. I'm thankful for those two weeks I had with that <laughs> deliciousness. I, I want to say this really quickly, not to get too cheesy, but anyway. Please get cheesy. That's the whole podcast. podcast. Is that it's for a the first zone. time ever, I'm taking home a significant other, and it's my wife, which I find for Christmas. Which I find very fascinating. So I'm I thinking. How's that going to go? And she lives, she's from, you're going to die, Kansas. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a real place. I thought that they made that up for the Wizard of Oz. Can we all sing Over the Rainbow? I know. No, but I'm from a town of 500 people that, like, you know, they all still live there with this background music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, my parents came to our wedding. I think that was a huge. That's amazing. Oh, I was going to ask. They did. It was only my parents. I had one aunt that came and my little sister. That's nice. Brenda. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Brenda. I'm nailing it, Brenda. Nailing always. Before we started the recording, I asked you what was different about being married, and you said you told a story about a rental car or something. I thought was really interesting. Yeah, just like people are like. Oh, what is the difference? Like, you know, a lot of my really good Yeah, what difference does it make like, whether you're married or not? Like, yeah. And, like, one small example, I mean, there are thousands of, of examples that you could give, but one that affected us recently was we rented a car in Nashville, and we went to put my name on it, and they said, okay, that's an extra $15 a day, which is going to be, like, 65 or some amount. Yeah. And I'm not good at math. I'm a theater man. Six, six, And I was like, but I don't understand. Like, we're married. And finally, when it, like, you know, got through this lady's head, not in a bad way, but she was like, oh, yeah, you guys are married. So never mind. You don't have to pay for that. It's, There's no It's fee. free. It's free for a spouse. And, like, that is a perfect example of just one small thing. Right. That and that's not even a, a, a federal or a no, state no. law. It's a it's rental a car policy. Yeah. And, and by the way, like, Hertz was amazing. They were like, oh, my God, we're so sorry. We didn't even realize you were married. They even upgraded us. It'd be and different they, if it was called Hymns. That's right. <laughs> I know, but this is called Hertz. Hertz. I know. Hertz. 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 <laughs> 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 Yeah, did you have an answer yet? I can't remember. Um, I didn't. But okay. I was sort of thinking about it and had had one about my sister putting boundaries with my ailing father. Mm. And that didn't feel so fun. But then I thought... <laughs> you had a big year with... How you had a big year with... With Seabiscuit. I know. No. Um, but you had a big year with um, Sephora. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. So that was huge, and so I'm thankful. You got for you had your line in Sephora. Mass, um, I yeah. Still, I still wore it. Good girl, good girl, brow gel. Yeah, so I'm um, I'm Sorry, thankful this year for Mass distribu- uh, distribution and, and, and of course, but I know and Justin. No, but I was thinking old friends and new friends. Because mm, the girls were like, how do you all know each other? And da da da. And I thought, and how many years have you been doing this Thanksgiving in Palm Springs and renting houses? How many years has it been? It's been a, it's been a, we a while. I blocked out a few. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> I haven't all been cherry. And then there's but some that you blocked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some that you blocked out. That was yeah. just an hour ago. <laughs> no, but I was like, I'm thankful for. All my old friends that I know and love, and I look forward to this weekend because I knew we would just laugh, 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 and also talk, talk, talk about real stuff. And then new friends, like fabulous Thanks for including thinking us. gals that are also a lot of fun. Awesome. All right, well, I'm going to wrap it up. But the thing that I think I'm thankful for this year that I wouldn't have said last year is this moment. 
because I had a lot of ups and downs this year, and part of what I, I, I took a mindfulness course at UCLA about, I, I have a lot of struggles related to my past and related to worrying about the future. Like, you know, I'm okay in the moment, but all this other stuff is making me crazy and not healthy. And I've sort of tried to work to learn to appreciate the moment. And this is a spectacular moment because of all of you people and being here. And that's, that's my answer. I agree. Oh, I think that's right. Be wow. Yeah? Yeah. Even now. Um, I'm sorry, I blacked out for a little bit. <laughs> I took it there, Justin. I took it there. Um, and I'm very grateful for the podcast listeners and people that listen. Um, you know what? I get emails every once in a while, but I always forget to check the regular email. So just email at my own email, which is dhensley at aol.com, and put Dennis anyone in the subject matter, because I always forget to check the other one. And I, I get a lot of spam in there. So um, thank you for listening. This is either going to be unlistenable or your favorite episode because I but I know what it is of mine it's a blast and happy Thanksgiving everybody Yay! Yay! Yay!